0: My name is Sarah Rose, and I believe women should live a rich life. You are listening to the Embodied Woman podcast, where we ignite new levels of prosperity, pleasure, purpose, and passion so you can live turned on and in your power. It's time to make waves, Rebel. Hello, my loves. Welcome back. We have a guest speaker on the podcast today and I'm super stoked for this conversation because let me tell you, I found this woman on TikTok and she was in the process of hosting a feel good naked challenge. And you guys know that that's like my vibe. So I followed her. I've been watching her content and I just knew I had to get her on the podcast. So Without further ado, Jordan, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes. Ah, uh, Thanks for having me, Sarah. Um, hey, y'all. I'm Jordan Gomez. You can call me Jago. I am a health and life as well as confidence coach. I have my own podcast called Confidently Uncomfortable, which you're going to get to see Sarah on soon. And yeah, like she said, I help women and people feel confident in their skin and just fully embody who they are from the inside out. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here.
0: Okay. So talk to me about your journey. Cause I don't, I don't, I'm totally in the dark. Like how did you get into doing this work?
1: Oh, I love this question because it's never what you expect, right? I didn't just wake up and be like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I actually started I went to school at UNC Chapel Hill and I went to school for exercise and sports science. And while I was there, I started teaching group fitness classes. And I started to realize the impact that you can have on a group of women in that way. And most of the fitness classes I'd been to in the past were very much focused on, you know, the physical and almost like punishing your body for eating and all those things. And I started to take a different approach with that through the guidance of some of the other people in my um, group coaching experience. And we started to focus on a more of a body positive approach to that. And I started to see how that impact when you're approaching change, when you're approaching like your body, whether that's physical movement or even your mindset coming from a place of love, positivity, and acceptance is so much stronger than coming from a place of negativity, shame, and putting yourself down. And so that's kind of how I started to do that. I went into personal training and I really wanted to make an even deeper impact more than just the physical, which that is such a key component, but it wasn't everything. So I started my own business. Um, Long story short, I quit my job at the gym, did a cross-country road trip with my boyfriend, now been. And out of that trip came the <laughs> fruition of my business called Jago Fit, where it started out as more fitness. And now it's really shifted into the mindset and confidence coaching because I realized at the root of everything, confidence needs to be there. Whatever you want to do, wherever you're at, you need to feel confident in your skin. And so I've continued to do that and been very vulnerable with my own journey because I feel like we need more of that in this industry. I'm sure you know that just scrolling on social media, Yeah, it's crazy. So being able to, you know, show my own journey, show my own vulnerability, show my own, you know, uh, mindset struggles that come up, and then helping coach women through them because I think it's crazy to approach something approach something as a coach and act like, okay, I'm here now. You all need to get this level when it's really no, we're all rising up together, and that's really my goal as a coach and why I'm here. Mm, I love that
0: so much. Just like releasing all the pedestals, like. It's, I honestly have chills about this because I feel like this is something that it's, it's unraveling, like the whole pedestal, like this person's above me and that vulnerability and authenticity is so powerful and desired. Like people want to know the real fucking you. They they don't care if you, if you're like, they would rather you not have your total shit together and be an actual human than be like this perfect standard of a human, that's just impossible to actually achieve. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it's so true. I was told a long time ago when I was first starting that I needed to be professional, that I couldn't get tattoos. Y'all will find out I have tattoos all over my body um, now. Okay. And, you know, realizing that that is what people want. They can tell when you're being real and authentic and You know, it's something that I work at because even when I actually just did a podcast episode on this, I'm like wearing a mask, and it's like we all naturally do it. So it's just a matter of constantly checking in and being like, is this me really showing up as who I am, or am I doing this for someone else or something externally? So it's something I'm still working on right now, and it's really why I actually started the Feel Good Naked Challenge as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so talk to me about the Feel Good Naked because what was like the inspiration and like if you want to share what came through for you during that and it was.
1: 30 days, right? Yeah. So it was 30 days. Okay. So the challenge came from turning 30. It was my 30th birthday this past May. And I, you know, there's all this pressure associated with your age. And I remember thinking like, wow, I started off my twenties feeling so uncomfortable in my skin, always comparing myself to others, especially in the fitness industry. I was thinking, you know, I'm not the right size. I wasn't petite, you know, that petite lean figure that you would think for a fitness instructor and I didn't want to bring that level of insecurity into my 30s. So I told myself I'm leaving that in the past. I'm going to start this feel good naked challenge and get super vulnerable and inspire others to do the same, hopefully. So it's interesting because I, I always do this and I never know what to expect of it. And I tell people that like, hey y'all, I don't know what's going to happen from this. And I just came up with things throughout the challenge and then certain ones would come out of it. So I actually have the list pulled up luckily. Um so yeah. we did things like naked yoga was a big one for for me, and that one, the reason behind that was, you know embracing your body because our bodies are meant to move jiggle shake and just fold it's it's not something to where you should expect yourself to look perfect all the time nor should you want that and so finding a way to connect with your body more through that um naked skincare was a big one i did where i literally was practicing gratitude which i'm sure you speak on all the time and how you can literally speak that into your body while you're doing some of your like putting on lotion on your body or whatever um you know going outside in nature you You can literally do it butt ass naked if you want, but if you don't want to get arrested or you don't, you're in the city, just like like grounding and walking on the ground in your bare feet, like things like that. Um, I started to do things, you know, I'm uh, dancing naked was one that was a big one for me. And I also did this class that was, um, one of the challenges too, and a later on healing that was like basically twerk yoga. It was so, so out of my comfort zone. And so every single time I was trying to, you know, feel more connected to my body. And when it came to naked, it always comes back to vulnerability. Like how am I getting more vulnerable with myself? And one of the hardest ones that I'll never forget was the mirror work that I did where I went into this, you know, experience of, I got completely naked in front of my mirror and I sat down already awkward in itself. (laughs) When you get out of the shower, what do you do? You dodge the mirror, right? You jump in and put your clothes on as soon as possible. So, you know, shifting away from that and literally sitting there and I started to speak, you know, love to myself. And then I started to just have a conversation and it led to, you know, things coming out that I didn't know I was still feeling, you know, even as a coach, you think, that you're in a place where you do feel more confident. And then you start to realize, whoa, I'm still feeling this in a different way at a different level. Like I feel very confident in my body, but maybe I'm still feeling um, insecure posting on social media or sharing something about my journey. And so that was a really, really good experience for me and something that I'm, you know, I can talk all about this challenge all day, but I would definitely recommend just getting more naked with yourself. That was really the big, big lesson there is do it more often.
0: Yeah. And I have so many things that I want to dive deeper in with you on because so something that I always say with my clients is get naked with your truth. And this, is it's like, it's such an equivalent, right? Like be vulnerable with yourself, be honest with yourself, get intimate with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important as, as leaders, as entrepreneurs, and just as women to know ourselves on that deep level. So I love that you said, like, just be vulnerable with yourself instead of dodging yourself and, and, you know, running away from mirrors and not looking really like in your own eyes and, and, Mm Even past your physical body, um, and and something that I had a bit big realization on. I know we both went went and did a lot of traveling lately, so I'm excited to hear about that too. But um, when I was in Europe, I realized that the entire time that I was traveling alone, and I'm using quotation marks right now, you guys, because I realized once I was in Rome, which was my last destination, that yeah, I was by myself, but I was not being with myself. Mm. I was still distracting. I was still scrolling on social media. I was still watching Netflix. I was still always doing, I was doing with myself, but I had never actually been with myself. Mm -hmm. So I I took 25 minutes to like shut off the lights and sit in silence and darkness and just be with myself. And I will tell you that I developed just in those 25 minutes, a really, really just a new understanding of who I am.
1: Mm,
0: So powerful. Yeah. And and I just love that you shared your journey of being with yourself along Mm -hmm. the way.
1: Yeah. And it was you know, this actually evolved into another thing where I recognized that I wanted to do more healing. Cause I, like I said, I wasn't expecting certain things to come out of this challenge. I really was doing it. Cause I'm like, oh, other people can join me. And then as I'm doing, I'm like, oh shit, I still have to heal myself. I'm on this journey and I know I want to continue to grow. And so I did this thing called hot girl healing, like right after I went into the summer, cause the whole hot girl yeah. summer, you know, vibe of like previous years, I was just like, I want to focus on healing. So I, I did this challenge and it was things outside of my comfort zone that I've never tried before, like Reiki. And you mentioned the the solitude, and I used to be really afraid to be alone. I would not go to restaurants by myself; it was just terrible. And now I work alone with my dog, so you know I got over that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, um, now you it's know, enjoyable.
1: <laughs> you made a good point. You made a good point of like even if you are alone, you know we're in a constant state of distraction, especially the way the world works now. I, you know, I audit my girls' activities, my clients, and their screen time is crazy high. And so is mine. And so starting to be more intentional and aware of that is huge. And like you said, starting to be more focused on, okay, well, I want to actually be, you know, with myself in solitude. And, and something that really helped me was I did, um, I don't know if you've ever done this, like the float tank therapy, sensory oh, deprivation. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> sensory deprivation.
0: I will say the first time doing it, I actually have a really hilarious story and about it. you
1: this. please tell me yours cuz it'll okay. make me feel better.
0: <laughs> so, also I will say I'm a people pleaser, so like that mixed with being very uncomfortable. Um so I'm doing I'm doing the sensory deprivation, I'm in float tank and um I'm not comfortable, I can't get comfortable. So um I decided to try try to turn the lights off, you know, cuz they had mm-hmm. like the Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, it's the, like a little bit
1: light, Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and so I was like, okay, maybe if I just like try to get the lights off and like really, really get into it, but it's super salty water. Right. <laughs> so I reach over to turn the lights off, immediately get salt water in my eye as I'm bringing my, so now I'm in pitch darkness with re- a lot of salt water in my so eye. So much salt, <laughs> so much salt. And I'm just like trying to find the lights to turn it back on, to find my towel so I can wipe my eye. I end up somehow like making my way towards the other side of the tank. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to lift up the tank, but I'm almost Oh the no, side. but there's no lift. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, I'm trapped in here. And oh my God, talk about like surrender. Up like <laughs> I had no freaking choice but to like figure it out and surrender. Um, but honestly, ever oh, since I would say, I would say June, July, because I did it last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Ever since this year, June, July, I've been craving to mm-hmm.
1: do but it again. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, so I had a somewhat similar experience, but they, they did warn me of a lot of things. They were like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to make sure like we, you rinse off beforehand and y'all, if you don't notice, there's like a shower outside, you rinse off beforehand, take off all your clothes. And then they were like, make sure you dry all of your face. So then like the water doesn't get into it. And then they also have a spray bottle inside the tank for me. They were like, if you have anything in your eye, just spray it with fresh water. You're good. And so I like was very intentional about like, where is the, like, where are the lights? I like had the button. I was like, I know where it is. And so at the beginning I kept the lights off, but long story short, um, it was a challenge. It was hard to get out of your head. And it was something where, you know, I've done meditation and I've done different things, but this was really much really taking every single, I mean, we don't realize how many different distractions and noises and things are going on. And so to really take them all away is like such a powerful thing. And then just to float there. And so I've started to get more and more into it. So I'm trying to do it weekly where I do like a float Friday and make a meditation out of it. But It is super outside my comfort zone. And it's just basically the lesson of doing the feel good naked challenge and doing the hot girl healing has led to me like, okay, I want to constantly be getting confidently uncomfortable. And what I mean by that plug to my podcast, that's the name of it is I want to be growing. And in order for me to grow in my confidence, I need to be pushing, pushing the boundary and, you know, getting outside of my comfort zone, because that's the only way you're going to grow. And that's really what I've been learning over the past year, year and a half.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, we can have such a—I mean, that's even
1: a bigger conversation too that we oh, yeah. can probably have
0: on your podcast because that's the theme of it. But I—I I cannot relate more. This is something that it's—it's it's finding your edge mm. and and being willing to expand it. And I've been talking a lot about this with my friends, my boyfriend, my clients. It's like when you're willing to do something on a weekly basis that expands your edge, not only are you willing, you're going to live a fuller life, right? Because you're not letting fear hold you back. So you're open to more experiences. And when you're open to more experiences, your life is going to be so much more rich, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you build so much trust with yourself, Mm. You build that confidence, and when you have that confidence you just keep going and going and as a byproduct you live an even fuller life right so yes. i i just love this is such divine timing that you're like that's the theme of your your life right now because that's such a huge thing for mm-hmm. for me it's like that, i mean even that solo trip to europe right i was like can i am i capable of this i'm mm-hmm. going to find out and now I, mean, I know i
1: am <laughs> it's the best though i think traveling and i could do a whole thing on this too is like with traveling is you know you're having to do things and not everything is in your control. And you might have the people that travel. I am not type A. I like don't have a plan when I travel, but if you do have a plan, even if you make a plan, it's not all going to go according to it. So you have to learn to release and let go and allow things to come. And I actually just wrote a post on this, like right before this call, which is so funny. <laughs> so I'm doing a little like trip recap and it's just about like this level of like, why do I like to go places without a plan? And, you know, very tentative as far as my plans go. And the reason is it, It really, really helps me remember that if I just trust that things are going to fall into place, they will. And again, and again, and again, and it does, and it doesn't mean you don't hit speed bumps, but I've found that the more that I work that trust muscle with God, with the universe, I'm able to recognize even when a speed bump comes up in my life, I don't see it as this huge mount- mountain obstacle. I see it as more as like, okay, here's it. Here we go. Let's get through this again, because we've done something like this similar. And that is something that's so important. So it's not about you know feeling confident and then the rest of your life being perfect and everything being easy it's about you just get stronger and stronger mentally physically emotionally to where when everything's come up they're not going to fully rock you off and make you not feel you know confident in who you are anymore people could say shit to you or make fun of your outfits or make fun of you for making stupid videos on tiktok and it doesn't matter you're going to keep showing up because you know that ultimately if you're aligned with who you are that's what matters and that's really what i've been releasing for so long and it feels really good and i know you're helping your clients do the same
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I got chills. I have so Mm -hmm. many chills because you're right. Like it raises your tolerance for uncomfortability. Mm -hmm. And I know the people listening here, they want a big life. They want a big, bold life. And maybe they're already creating it, or maybe there's some fear holding them back. And you know, what Jordan is, is alluding to is like, do hard things. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) because they will expand your limits you will build that trust muscle and like you'll just develop this this tolerance for challenges like you just said and it's so Mm -hmm. true when when I was in Europe I, I felt like there was these small things like when you're traveling in a foreign country small things feel like fucking tough Oh yeah. Everything,
1: every <laughs> yeah. action, getting breakfast, yeah. literally anything,
0: <laughs> all of it. And it's, it's all, it's really cool to just witness yourself in hindsight, how you navigated it. And, and then you have this new sense of like, oh my God, like if I can do that, I can fucking do anything. Like exactly. I'm fine. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> It's so true. It really does. It's so funny you said that because I mentioned earlier, like I quit my job and did a cross-country road trip with my boyfriend and husband. So Tom, my husband, we did that, didn't have much of a plan. You know, that did lead to us having to figure stuff out, maybe some arguments on the way with the like 16 hour road trips ahead. And, but it led us to seeing like, hey, this is fun. We can do this. And then the next thing we did was like, we got married and, you know, put our shit in storage and went to Thailand for a month. And we had very little plan with that. And then the next one, was like this, this plan. And so we realized that it's like, you know what, it it works itself out and it's fun. And it's uh, some people, it might not be their jam and that's okay. But I've, I've started to recognize that I need that in my life. And so I try and do things in that way where I'm like, okay, this is the outline God universe. You fill this in, you fill in the blanks because I can't plan everything. First of all, I'm just not a planner and it stresses me out, but I've been able to release that more and more. And it's something where if you're struggling to release that and if what i'm talking about is literally freaking you out i would recommend if you're listening to this maybe start with something a little bit less like maybe just weekend plans where you're just like okay i've been wanting to try out this new city or this new whatever and just kind of go and allow things to happen or go with your gut and be like which way should i go and it sounds kind of weird but if you treat it like it's almost like a scavenger hunt and you can tap into that inner child and make it feel fun again and that's really what i want my life to be every single day audio jump
0: pardon the interruption, but I have a very exciting announcement. So trust me, it is worth it. My love, have you been absolutely craving in-person connection? Have you been feeling disconnected from yourself, from the world, from your purpose? Are you freaking ready to start trusting yourself and be an embodied leader? If you answered yes, To any of those, I want to invite you to my first ever in-person event, Embodied Live. It's going down April 1st and April 2nd of 2023 in the heart of Denver, Colorado. This is designed for the feminine entrepreneur who needs to reignite the spark in her business and her purpose, or for the woman who needs the fire lit inside of her to start living in her purpose. In this two-day feminine leadership event, you will be immersed in sisterhood, connection, and empowerment. Tickets are on sale today, but only for a limited time. So make sure you go check the show notes to save your seat and buy your ticket. And I promise your life will never look the same. I love that. And holy shit, Jordan, we are like such a mirror. So my, my boyfriend and I, we did van life for two and a half months together. We also went to, we also went to Thailand for a month together. Yes.
1: <laughs> so it's wild.
0: Yeah. We were definitely, love that. Uh, this happen. Happen. <laughs> yeah. This was meant to
1: happen. Yeah. Uh. This is meant to happen.
0: cool. Okay. So I would love to circle this back to that self-trust, self-trust mm-hmm. and, and that vulnerability piece of like self-love too because something that you you said earlier that I think would be really beneficial sorry there's a plane flying overhead um is like releasing shame and this is a big conversation because it's like there's a lot of unlearning of who you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to look like, how you're supposed to act. Like you mentioned the whole tattoos things, right? Like my like my my fuck you, I am I'm over you corporate was I'm going to go get finger tattoos, right? Um, but I had to release a lot of shame around that because like that's a it's it's a lot, right? We're deeply programmed to to kind of be ashamed of ourselves or be shameful of certain a certain look, certain act, etc. So I'm very curious what your journey has been like with releasing shame, and then maybe some tangible tips on how the person listening to this can start to release that shame.
1: Ooh, I love this topic. I think it's something we don't talk about enough, so I'm really glad you're bringing it up. Um, Personally, I... I think as women, we grow up with a lot of shame with just always feeling wrong, no matter what we do. We feel like we're the wrong size or our hair is too much or not enough. And with everything, it's either too much or not enough. And I know you guys have heard this story a thousand times, but it's true. And so, you know, people know that. And you're probably listening, and you're like, yes, I know that. I always feel like that. But maybe you're struggling to release that shame and judgment. And that was something that it, it does take time. Because if you think sitting here right now listening to this, how many years have you gone? maybe not loving your body or not feeling confident in your skin, or have there been narratives told about yourself of who you are? Maybe you're not smart enough, or maybe, you know, you're not capable of this or something like that. Whether you've told it yourself time and time again, or someone's literally said that to you, you know, those stories stick into our heads. And so it's going to take time to release that. And so my biggest thing that I tell my clients is approach your journey and growth with a place of love and grace, because that is going to be the most important thing to get you through. Because even when you're progressing, like I talked about on my own journey, I had worked with that. I had struggled with feeling good in my skin. And then I got to a point where I did feel confident in my skin, but then, you know, something else came up and I didn't feel comfortable there. Maybe it was relationships or something like that. And to have to work through that again, you could see that as failure and be like, oh, I'm failing again. Now I'm not feeling good in my skin or whatever. But if you start to view it with a place of love and grace of like, hey, you know what? We're feeling this way, but that doesn't mean we're going backwards. We're just going through it. We're just continuing to grow and expand in love. And if you can come from that place, like I said earlier, if you approach your change from a place of love that is going to be so much more fulfilling. And ultimately it's going to be more progressive for you of where you want to go than if you come from a negative place. And so I had to work on that as far as takeaways and things that really helped me. um, Number one would definitely be Connect with yourself more. So, if you're constantly looking for affirmation outside of yourself, whether it's from like likes on Instagram or people telling you how amazing you are, y'all, my love language is words of affirmation. So, I totally love, like, tell me I'm beautiful, tell me I'm amazing, tell me all the things. However, if you don't fully believe that within yourself, you're not even going to be able to receive those things. Right. And again, we can do a whole podcast on that. But I had to learn to love myself. I had to learn to connect with myself, even with my partner of like 14 years now. Now I had to go through a period of really learning to love myself because I wasn't even receiving what he was telling me about myself. And so ask yourself, like, what makes you feel the most like yourself? And then do more of that. Don't question it. Just do more of it. For me, it was Um, getting outside and putting my feet in the grass and looking up at the sky more. And then rollerblading. I found some rollerblades at the um, local thrift store. And I hadn't done that for years since I was a kid. And I started to do that again. So little things like that, that didn't involve having to be necessarily like a master at something, just doing it for the sense of doing it, finding pockets of joy. Um, So to connecting with yourself more. And then the next thing would be breaking up with that negative thought pattern. Like I said, it takes years and continued practice, but it works. If you're very intentional about just, being aware of what we say about ourselves, whether it's internal dialogue or how we speak about ourselves to others. And if you can start to break that up, that's going to be huge. I think I don't want to throw toxic positivity at anyone listening to where you're just supposed to be like, you love yourself, you're confident or start reading random affirmations. If you can start to just be aware of it first, that's going to be the first step and come from a place of, um, releasing judgment. So when it does come up, I literally do this with my clients. Um, They're called like automatic negative thoughts or ants. So when the ants come up, instead of immediately letting it snowball, stop yourself in your tracks. So I literally tell people to go skirt, and like stop yourself, um, in order to, you know, break, break that current pattern that's coming up. And it might feel a little bit weird, but that's the point. That's how we're going to break up with it. And that is a really good way to start to break up the tie between your self-worth and maybe some, uh, physical attributes or thing that you're not being nice about because you're so much more than just, you know, the physical. And so if you start to realize that, that can really help to break up with the negative thought pattern. Um, last thing would be, you know, focus on what you love about yourself. And that's a big one for me is it's really easy for us to see the flaws. When we look in the mirror, it's really easy for us to belittle things about ourselves. Even if we do, you know, receive a compliment or a win or something amazing very quickly, I see us as women just water it down and belittle it. Like that wasn't a big deal or whatever. And I want you to learn to celebrate yourself more and almost like in a weird way, like to where the smallest thing you're like, Oh my God, I drink all my water today. Like yeah. I made my bed this morning. Like that sounds dumb, but it's not because like you deserve to celebrate all of these small wins along the way. And it's okay if on times that you're not able to necessarily know what you love about yourself. Cause some days I struggle to think of, you know, three things, but you can ask someone, you can text your best friend or your partner and be like, Hey, like, what are three things you love about me? Like, just do it. I ask for affirmation all the time. And I know that I also need to work on myself, but in that moment, I might need to ask for that affirmation. That's okay. And then finally just go naked more often. I think you talked on this already, but it's so important in order to connect with yourself more to start to be more vulnerable. So whether that go naked is physically getting and being naked in front of yourself more often, yes, please. But also just being more vulnerable with yourself and connecting with the truth of like, how am I really feeling right now? And and taking time to slow down and check in with yourself is going to be really key in that whole expansion for sure.
0: Mm, That's so powerful. Um, Something that super stood out was um, the pockets of joy. Mm because i know there's a lot of women listening to this who are in business for themselves so they're they're high achieving women right and i know as a high achieving woman how challenging it can be to prioritize your joy and your pleasure and doing things that are outside of your building your business and and the money making activities to actually like do the things like sit in front of a mirror and get vulnerable with yourself or rollerblade. I love that you started, started rollerblading, um, or, or like doing those things, like j- taking, taking five minutes to be with yourself, you know, like those pockets of joy. So my question for you is one, what was your, like, cause I know you're also in business for yourself. So was it something that came natural to you to, to, prioritize those, those pockets of joy, or is it something you had to really consciously choose to do?
1: When I went into business, I was very much around the time of hustle culture. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the slow living was not a thing. It would have been called lazy for the record. If you weren't waking up before 5am, you didn't care about your goals and your dreams. And that is what I, It's kind of like I went through that stage with my fitness of like the Pinterest era where you're reading like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels or that bullshit. Same thing happened in the business industry where we're getting constantly bombarded with the fact that like you shouldn't sleep on your dreams and like you shouldn't slow down and hustle. And like, if you really care, you're going to show up all the time, 110%. And it's such bullshit. Like that's why so many people are burnt out, especially people that are running their own businesses and I honestly, know it didn't come naturally. It came me hitting a wall. It came to me hitting, getting super, super burnt out. And the thing is, um, Sarah was, I, I started my business at a really crazy time where my husband was going to school full time. And basically I became the sole income for our household. And so not only was there the pressure of showing up for myself, it was like, Hey, we got to pay the bills. And like, we got school stuff happening on this other end. So I fully took on this masculine. And I know you talk about this a lot with the feminine energy is like, I took on that space because I thought that that's what I had to do in order to succeed. I thought, okay, I'm going to put any of my like feminine urges, feelings, natural inklings in a closet. I literally put them away. I felt like for multiple years and I was just going all in way harder than I needed to all nighters. It was like never enough. I was and I made good money y'all. It's the thing is, is from the outside, I was succeeding. I was making the, you know, the 10 K months and everything that everyone talks about, but ultimately it, it wasn't sustainable. It's like doing a crash diet, but it's a crash business course. And that's not sustainable for you. And so I had to again, hit that wall. So I would hope you would get to a point where you're not burnt out. If you're listening to this and you're already starting to feel that Slow your roll and and recognize that there is so much growth in. Slowing that down and stepping into things like pockets of joy because the reason you started this business, the reason you broke away and started your own thing, was not to wake up every day before five a.m., was not to hustle and and have to say no to things that you would normally say yes to, like family events or vacations or all of those things. And also, you can take a vacation without also making it a working vacation. That's a new one I've been doing too. It's really hard. It's really hard not to. And so, being intentional and in doing that, yeah, it, it did not come naturally it's starting to become more intuitive now. And I think that's because I got more connected to myself. I got more connected to my body. And by doing that, now I can lean into my intuition so much more and it's made my business easier, which sounds like crazy, but it it truly has. Yeah.
0: So thank you so much for speaking to that because it's so fucking true. And you guys, like, what is the point of having 10K months if you don't love yourself or love your life? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the actual point? And that goes back to being a self-validating woman, what she spoke about earlier too. It's like, is that money is that money a source of validation for you? And if that was taken away, how would you feel about yourself? Right. And that's what's actually important. Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you so much for speaking to that because I know there are some of you guys who needed that reminder. I know I talk about it all of the time, but I will never stop. <laughs> I will never stop reminding you of that. Um, and then something else that I wrote down that I wanted to dive a little deeper on with you too, is those ants. What, what did you call them? Um, automatic negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So the automatic negative thoughts, um, what I, what I will share, share from my experience too, is that our brains are literally designed to seek the bad. Our brains are a survival tool. Like we will always look for what's going wrong naturally (laughs) versus what's going right. And something that I had to just, I just came to terms with that. It's like, when I am having those negative thoughts, it's not actually anything bigger than my brain doing its job. And so if you just expand that, that consciousness a little bit of like, Oh, like, okay, my brain's just doing its job here. Instead of judging yourself or shaming yourself even more, having a negative thought right it's like it really it just oh my god okay cool my brain's just doing its job <laughs> right and then and then replacing it with something that actually serves you like that what you were saying like breaking up with that negative thought stopping it in the moment and like one for me lately so I, I've I used to have the most clear beautiful skin and then for the past four years it's been like Haha, psych bitch like you thought you got, you thought you grew out of acne, no way. And it was just like, boom. Right. And it's such a vulnerable place to have an insecurity, right. Cause it's available for everyone to see. And this has been such like a, a deep, deep self-love journey because can I love with myself with acne? Can I love myself with the scars? Can I love myself like through, through a very vulnerable, vulnerable place to have an insecurity and something that I, the mantra that I replaced, because obviously I would love clear, beautiful skin is my skin gets better and better every day. Right. So right in that moment where, because it's hard to get on board sometimes with like, I have clear, beautiful skin, like, okay, but I don't wet. Right. Like I see there's this right here. Like that's a lie versus something like my skin gets better and better every day. I don't have to worry about it. Right, it's like replacing that, like, yeah. oh, fuck, my scars look really red today. And just replace it with something that like feels at peace in your body.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. I did a whole podcast on bridging affirmations where you take the affirmation that maybe you would love to get to the point of saying like, I have beautiful skin. I feel confident in my skin. I feel beautiful or I am beautiful. But right now maybe you're not super connected with that. And like you said, that the ants, the automatic negative thoughts come up and they almost stop that Affirmation in its track. So you start to say, I have clear, beautiful skin. And then your your negative thought goes up. Nope, no, you don't. Look at your face right now. Blah blah blah. And then that leads to more negativity. So is that affirmation really helping? Probably not. But if you start to do something that feels more attainable, like you're you are, your skin is getting clearer and clearer every day, your body literally will believe that and that will come to fruition. And that's the important thing about like our words are so powerful because our minds are so connected. And like you said. Seeing that our our brain, you know, that's the other thing. And like you said, with our, the negative thoughts that are coming up, it, I've started to realize I've called them like our inner mean girl thoughts. And then I started to talk about how it's honestly not like our inner mean girl trying to be out, like mad at us. It's our inner child who's hurt who's turned into this inner mean girl because of what she had to experience and go through. And it's a way of thinking like, I'm protecting you when you have to go through this healing journey and release and be like, Hey, guess what? We don't need that level of protection because we're okay. We're okay here. We can grow here. We can learn from this. And, um, so I love, love, love this topic so much. And I think it's really powerful. And I love that you used yourself as an example, cause that's what I do too. So it's awesome.
0: oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're living the work y'all. Like this is <laughs> like, I, I think, did we even talk about this while we were Recording or not, but like taking off the pedestals.
1: I don't know (laughs) if we hit record or not.
0: (laughs) I can't either. But yeah, like taking off the pedestals. Like we're not, we're not perfect. Just because we're educating, coaching, healing, the expectation is not to be perfect. It's like it's so much more powerful and desirable when you're just fucking real.
1: Yep. You know,
0: and I mean that's that's an unlearning and a relearning of itself, right? Because we think that to be a a quote unquote leader, it means that you've got it all figured out and nope, not anymore. (laughs)
1: And if you're, if you guys are currently putting coaches on a pedestal and you're seeing them as perfect and they're presenting themselves as such, I would definitely just take it at the grain of salt and recognize, you know, no one's perfect. And you know release that and you start to get in the rooms with these people and you start to realize like they're no different than than me and so that's really a big shift personally i took with my business is fuck how many followers someone has like that literally doesn't mean anything either way it's really about getting to know the person and when i started to do that i was no longer intimidated by any of that and it's just so funny because i started to just step into myself and have these conversations with these people that maybe someone might see as intimidating and i just saw them as human i think we're all human. We're all, you know, no matter where you're at on your journey, don't be afraid to talk to someone like y'all can literally shoot me DMS. I'm totally fine with that because I, I know what it was like when I first got started and I know you do too. And so instead of, you know, trying to put people on pedestals, start to see that, like, we're all on this journey together. We're all constantly healing and growing and expanding. And it's a beautiful thing called life. So just be here for it. And that's what I'm learning. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Be here for it. So good. Okay.
0: I would love to talk about where they can find you, where you like to hang out the most. And if you have anything that you are offering that they could go and sign up for, they could work with you. If you want to talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So you guys can definitely follow me on Instagram and TikTok. So Instagram, I'll put give it to you, of course, but like Jago Fit Life um, is my Instagram. And then Exo Jago is my TikTok because I'm really shifting into that self-love. And as far as things that I offer, you know, right now I have something called Body Confident Blueprint. So it is my signature coaching program where once you're in, you're in the universe for life. You get to go through and learn how to feel confident in your skin. And it's not just focused on you know health and fitness. It's really diving into the mindset thing. So if you are realizing as we're talking that some of those things are coming up for you, that's really what I can help with. And I would love, love, love to work with you, but I also want to make sure it's always a good fit. So if someone wants to do something a little more self-paced, I also have a course called Busy BCB, which is for you know the busy, possibly you know boss babe who is you know wanting to get the and understand these concepts without necessarily that high-touch coaching component. So if you message me on Instagram or TikTok, I can absolutely see what's best for you. But yeah, there's definitely something out for, there for you. <laughs>
0: So good. And and you guys, just a reminder to what we said earlier, like prioritize your self-love and your healing. I know it's really easy to get sidetracked with the money and the success, but what is the money success without self-love? So um, yeah, this has been such a beautiful conversation this is definitely meant to happen. I'm so happy. I listened to my intuition. I was like, hi, want to come podcast with me?
1: Was perfect. <laughs> I loved it.
0: Awesome. All right, my dear, any last words that you would like to give my audience?
1: Oh man. I, I definitely love what you said about, you know, showing up for yourself. And sometimes your healing comes first coming from someone who tried to go into the hustle before I healed. I want to tell you that it's okay to slow down in order to speed up down the road. And so if you are feeling some kind of resistance, it might be that, that that's exactly what you need is to sit down and heal and spend some time with yourself. And that doesn't mean you're behind. It just means you're getting one step deeper into your journey. So thanks guys.
0: Mm, so beautiful deeper instead of it's like the pullback before you spring forward. Yes, exactly. I love it. All right. Well, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, And we're going to be hopping off and recording on Jordan's podcast now. So make sure you go listen to that as well. Um, And all of the links are in the show notes to connect with her. If you enjoy this episode, as always, share it with someone who you love and you think could benefit from this conversation. And I'll talk to you next episode.